Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of The Organist Encores with me Damon Cox and yes we have a different signature tune this week because it's the first of our extended shows where we feature one particular artist or instrument and this time it's an artist and it's the incredible Reginald Porter Brown. Now, if you're not familiar with RPB, as uh, he was often referred to in shortened form, he is uh, an orthodox style of playing and use of second touch got him the nickname the organist with free hands. Or as Robin Richmond used to say, Reginald the Octopus Porter Brown when introducing him on The Organist Entertains many years ago. If you're not familiar with Reg's style or his uh, approach to the theatre organ, just listen to this. It's a jazzed up version of the finale to Rossini's William Tell, if you can believe that. And Reg is playing a small two-manual ten-rank Wurlitzer in the Marrickville Town Hall in Australia whilst he was on tour there in 1972. So sit back and enjoy the ride. And this piece of music is called Willie Tell. Willie Tell, or Rossini's uh, William Tell Overture, if you can believe that, played in rather unorthodox style by Reginald Porter Brown. And that's to give you some of the flavour of the approach that Reg took when he played the cinema organ. But let's go back in time and tell you a little bit about the man himself. He was born near Barnsley in Yorkshire in 1910, and at the age of five he was practising his first stumbling scales on the piano under his mother's watchful eye. 
A few years later, he'd become proficient enough to accept church organ tuition from John Billcliffe. And by the time he was aged 12, he was assistant organist at two churches and even accompanied a choral society in a full rendering of Handel's The Messiah. Between 1924 and 1928, he was in much demand, despite of his use, giving pianoforte lessons and acting as an accompanist on the piano and conducting a massed choir and band festival. It would seem then that RPB was destined to become either a concert pianist or a straight organist, but sometime during 1928, well, fate decided otherwise, and it was just prior to talking films uh, that a friend of his took him to a local cinema to try the organ out there. It wasn't uh, Compton or Christie or Wurlitz or anything like that, it was one of those uh, converted uh, church organs that had been put into a cinema, and from there on, Reg had an interest in the cinema organ. Within three years, he'd played at the Picture House in Swinton in Yorkshire, the Piccadilly Manchester, and then on to the Theatre Royale in Preston. Let's have a little bit more music now, and skipping forwards a little bit in terms of uh, the timescales we're talking about to 1939, where Reg made his one and only 78 RPM recording. Why he didn't make more than one is a mystery, although many people said that uh, he was nervous at the best of times and recording conditions in those days weren't what they are today in terms of there was no editing. You had three minutes or so to get one take of maybe one or two or three items correct, and that was that. And perhaps the stress of all of that is the reason why there's only one recording. Nevertheless, I think it's an excellent one. And it features one of the lesser recorded Compton organs, the one in the Regal Walton on Thames, which incidentally isn't all that far away from where I'm sitting right now. So here's Reg with a medley of free Little Sir Echo, Deep Purple and Could Be.
Reginald Porter-Brown at the Regal Walton on Thames and my thanks as always to the incredible archives of Wayne Ivany and his generosity for sending me a really good clean quality recording of that record. Fascinating indeed. And now we go back in time to the story and it was in 1933 that uh, RPB transferred from the Theatre Royale in Manchester to the Regal Torquay, which incidentally was the Compton that he opened. This was the first major appointment in his career and it's in fact here that he really made his name. Now perhaps the earliest recording that exists of RPB is the one we're going to hear next. We're not going to hear the whole thing because the quality is really properly awful and the best has been done um, to try and restore it. But it's from, I think, 1935 and it sees RPB at Torquay with a very lively rendition of Tiger Rag. So see what you think of this. Apologies for the scratchy recording that came from a really old and battered acetate disc that was kindly loaned to me by a great supporter and fan of Reg, Malcolm Smith, who was the person who introduced me to his style of playing. More about that later on. Now, I mentioned in the beginning that Reg had a unique approach to second touch on the theatre organ, but let's find out how the magic works. And in 1970, the organist entertains and Robin Richmond descended to the Regal Torquay where Reg had made a return visit and chatted him up. Let's have a snippet from that now. Everybody was dying to know how Reggie Porter-Brown gets these amazing effects, so Chris Morgan jumped up on the console to ask him. When I listen to you playing, I always marvel at the way you do it. Seeing you just now, it seemed to me you've got four feet, four hands, and more than your fair share of fingers. Is it a trade secret, or can you demonstrate how you do it? Well, yes, I can. Uh, normally, see, with the right hand, one plays a melodic line. And with the left hand, uh, you play the harmonies, like this. Here is my right hand. Here's my left hand. And now together, right hand and left hand. Now, I can, through the use of second touch, play the melody and the accompaniment with one hand only, which leaves my right hand free to do a counter melody. Now, I play the melody and the accompaniment with my left hand only now. Now, here's my right hand doing a counter melody also to the melodic line and the accompaniment. Well, I think that's absolutely fantastic. So that's how you do it.
Well, that was a feature organ novelty if ever there was one. Felix Arntz Nola. Reginald Porter Brown made his first broadcast from Torquay, and it's interesting to note that he was recommended to the BBC by the late Sir Dan Godfrey, the then conductor of the Bournemouth Municipal Orchestra. While he was resident in Torquay, he opened the Forum in Southampton in July 1935, to which he returned to be resident organist in March 1937. Whilst he was at uh, the ABC in Southampton, or the Forum, uh, he doubled up as the Southampton Corporation's organist for the Guildhall, playing the magnificent Jewel Console Compton there. So let's have two tracks from Reg at those particular instruments. The first from the Forum Southampton, a duo consisting of Moonlight Serenade and Lady Chatterbox. And then straight after that we'll have an example of Reg at the Variety Console of the Dual Purpose Compton in Southampton's Guildhall with Leroy Anderson's Beautiful Forgotten Dreams.
Forgotten Dreams at Southampton Guildhall and RPB. In fact, a funny story that has been put in print concerning uh, a story which took place whilst Reg was resident at the Forum Southampton, which was uh, one day when he was arriving for work, he found the building cordoned off due to the presence of a £500 unexploded bomb. And realising that his travel case containing most of his clothes was inside, Reg, at risk of life and limb, ploughed his way in, up the stairs, across the balcony to his dressing room, and triumphantly emerged once more complete with belongings, only to lose them the following week in enough blitz. Well, from the uh, Southampton Forum in 1944, Reg joins the Granada Theatres Company, to who he toured around most of the Granada cinemas on a permanent basis. And that was until 1954, and after that he continued uh, freelance activities for Granada on many of their organs. So let's have a track from one of those broadcasts that came from the Granada Tooting, to which Reg had quite an association with. And I'm not quite sure of the date of this, I'm imagining it must be some point in the 50s, but it's a hits of yesterday and today, including Music, 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 Love Letters, I Won't Dance, My Special Angel, Chicago, April Love and Deed I Do.
Indeed I do indeed. Hits of yesterday and today with Reginald Porter-Brown at the Granada Tooting Wurlitzer. Apparently, one of Reggie's childhood ambitions was to become a professional footballer, and it's something that he retained an interest in throughout his life. I think I prefer his talents as an organist, and glad that he didn't take up football as a profession, although he admits that the organ is his real hobby. He also admitted to prefer to play classical organ works, and admired uh, the compositions of Vidor, César Frank and Bach. He also was apparently not a particularly well man and quite a heavy smoker. In fact, I'd been told, uh, although I'm sure that it's not quite true, that uh, throughout his life he apparently broke every single bone in his body. And in fact, one incredible story was that uh, one time he broke his right wrist and played a cinema organ broadcast just using his left hand and feet only, which is an incredible tale indeed. We've heard lots of Reg on pipe organs so far, but he did make one commercial recording on a Rogers electronic organ. It's as unorthodox as you might imagine, but it goes to show what a brilliant musician Reg was, because despite the lack of second touch on this Rogers organ, he still manages to recreate all of those uh, iconic sounds that only Reg could produce. So here he is on a Rogers, not quite sure of the model, but there is a live drummer there as well with George Gershwin's I Got Rhythm. Rhythm, or should that be he got rhythm? Well, he certainly has there, Reginald Porter Brown at the Rogers organ. 
He was, like many theatre organists of days gone by, quite a prolific composer of music. And several of his compositions of at least the lighter side of things have been published, including Stargazing, The Little Ballerina, Serenator, Big Ben, Cheeky Chappy, Rose Window, When All the World Was Gay, Dinky Donkey, Elfinette and Swiss Bluebells. And uh, the following uh, four items, which I haven't listed in that list, are some more of Reggie's compositions played by the man himself. First up, Dance of the Three Old Maids, then Oh Joyous Day, uh, an intermezzo called Rosemary, and finally, uh, one of his only uh, published classical pieces, his very own tuba tune. I'll tell you about the instruments at the end. And to play your own composition, one of many you've written, but one that's been played by orchestras and by other organists and pianists and everything else, called The Dance of the Three Old Maids. How did it come to get that title? Well, I composed uh, the composition in the first place and gave it the title after. Of course, it's got three short movements and it's written in three, four time, has many triplet figures, and so I thought, well, the gay abandon of the three old maids.
Rosemary is the title of my next number. Incidentally, a little composition of my own.
Well, that quartet of Reginald Porter Brown compositions played by the man himself ended with his very own tuba tune played on the grand organ of Sydney Town Hall. Uh, before that, we had Rosemary played, or broadcast, I should say, on the Rich Richmond Free Manual 8 rank Wurlitzer in 1964, and that piece was dedicated to his wife. Then, before that, we had O Joyous Day, uh, broadcast from the Guildhall in Southampton on one of the last sessions he did for The Organist Entertains, and that first piece, perhaps the piece he's best known for, Dance of the Free Old Maids. Now, I mentioned uh, Sydney Town Hall. He had been invited several times to do a tour of Australia, but always turned it down until 1972 when he made the journey over there where he got to play a number of different organs. And thankfully, a large number of sessions were recorded on the small 10-rank Wurlitzer in Marrickville Town Hall, the track that we open this week's show with. After living in London for some time, he moved to Southampton, where he got a flat there, and his last public appearance was in 1981, not long at all before he passed away, and that took place at the Forngate Halls in Gosport. He was clearly feeling very reminiscent when he sat down and played this piece of music, and it sends shivers down my spine because despite his ability to really um, generate lots of fantastic rhythm when he really wanted to all of the beautiful lush strings and voxes and tibia sounds will pull together as it does in this uh, beautiful concert arrangement of Cavatina Thank you. 
Reginald Porter Brown, Cavatina at the Fawngate Halls in Gosport, taken from his last public concert. From a personal note, I first discovered the uh, wonderful talents of RPB during the interval of the first fierce organ event I ever attended to, which is just over 10 years ago now, when a guy called Malcolm Smith, who I mentioned earlier, thrust into my hand a CD containing one of the broadcasts that Reg gave from the Ritz Richmond. I wasn't quite sure what hit me then, and perhaps I didn't appreciate it, but as time went on, I really began to marvel in the magic artistry of Reginald Porter Brown. He is truly one of those people that I would love to go back in time and just stand next to him and watch him whilst he plays. And I feel so envious of uh, my colleagues and friends who uh, were able to see and hear him play live and get to know him because I really, really would have loved to have done that. Perhaps my favourite track of Reg that I have in my archive comes from the occasion where he opened the third BBC theatre organ alongside Reginald Dixon, Ernest Broadbent and Robin Richmond. Reg, of course, was the youngest contributor to the opening broadcast of the first BBC theatre organ at St George's Hall in London, so it was a rather iconic uh, arrangement for him to come back and open the third, the Wurlitzer that came from the Empress Ballroom in Blackpool. He clearly was in a fantastic mood this day, and this has to be one of the most outrageous, brilliant and fantastic um, versions of A Walk in the Black Forest. Hold on to your hats. still there Reginald Porter Brown at the BBC Playhouse in Manchester and what a fantastic way to end this special show uh, dedicated to one of the most individual stylists that the theatre organ world has ever seen and we will never 
ever have another person quite like Reg. Anyway, I do hope that you've enjoyed this uh, extended show and a special spotlight on one of the great names of the past. Um, But from me, Damon Cox, it's time to sign off. And uh, Robert Hope Jones will be back with you next week where he's doing a show called Off the Theatre Organ Thermometer, which no doubt will include lots of hot rhythm tracks too. So see you all very soon. Bye for now.